0: What's up, everybody? It's time for another edition of the Tim Donnelly Show Presents Movie Night featuring Big Nate. I'm Tim Donnelly. He's Big Nate. Yo, yo, what's up? (laughs) I don't know why. Why did you come in like an 80s rapper? I watched Friday over (laughs) the weekend. Like like I was the rapper and I just introduced my DJ. I was like, that's my DJ, Big Nate. Yo, yo, yo. (laughs) I told you I'm going to be your hype man. No, we watched Friday over the weekend. I love that movie. Friday's a great movie. We should at some point. Maybe once we get like 100 of these in, start doing um, like movies that w- – classics. I think that would be a Across big call. different genres. Um, but for right now, we're doing uh, – we're sticking to movies that are still in theaters. Uh, this is an interesting one for a few reasons. Um, we're doing Aquaman, everybody that doesn't know. We haven't watched a trailer, so we're not going to do that this time. Uh, <laughs> we haven't <laughs> agreed on a trailer, I guess we could say. So we're just going to jump straight into Aquaman. The reason this one's interesting – is because I actually saw a preview screening of this thing a long time ago, like months and weeks, and and Nate saw it this weekend. So if you tune into this podcast often, you know that normally I'm driving the show. I'm yelling out categories. I'm starting things. I'm not going to do that this time. I'm telling Nate on the spot that he is going (laughs) to be doing this. We did not discuss this off air, um, but I'm going to use you to remind me of things that happened in the movies. Um, i did a little 10 minute spiel on on Aquaman when I first saw it on one of the earlier editions of, of movie night um, but now we're obviously going to dive further into it so it's going to be kind of a, a cool little uh dichotomy where we get to see your opinions when it's fresh like practically walking right out of the theater and what has stuck with me over a long period of time i've seen other movies in between um, so it's like you know, it's, it's kind of, we, we get both sides of the coin here, which is kind of cool.
1: I like it. It's fun because we're doing a uh, movie that came out in 2018 and 2019.
0: And I saw it, it in 2018 it and you saw it in 2019. Oh, look at <laughs> that. It's like a time machine. Yes. So, so we'll, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll give you the 2018 uh, memories of it. And you'll get the 2019 new hotness. First of all, uh, I just want to say something. I'm not
1: naming any names. But this was one of the most comfortable movie-going experiences <laughs> I've ever had in my life. If you happen to be a theater with reclining seats and fresh jalapeno Hashtag poppers. no free
0: advertisements.
1: You are doing it right. Man, it was awesome. I, uh, it's the most comfortable I've ever been. We went yesterday. About, we went to a matinee. And oh, nice. Matinee movies. First of all, the theater is practically empty. There were only two other people in there. And There's a
0: few things I really enjoy. A matinee movie, and I enjoy a solo movie. Love going on date night with my wife, love taking her, but I also, you know, like, uh, if there's a movie she's not into or she's out of town, I can guarantee you that if she's out of town for a weekend, I'm catching a movie. Solo movies are good. Solo, like, you don't got to worry about other people talking to you. You can sit in whatever seat you want. You don't have to do the negotiation. I like the middle. I like to sit up front. Okay, we'll sit halfway. Like, you don't got to do any of that. I I have to know, does, does Mandy make you share
1: sodas? Like, if you get a soda in the theater, like, it's like, oh, I'll just have a sip of yours. Because that's what I get every time. And That's the best yeah. thing about a solo movie is I can get cherry Coke and drink it all by myself. <laughs>
0: yeah, so uh, that's more like, of a popcorn well, thing with us. I'll, I'll
1: have a sip of your soda. No, look, it's all or nothing, babe. You're getting the large <laughs> silo of soda or you're drinking your saliva because
0: it ain't fair. All right. Well, that's a little <laughs> bit about our movie experiences. Uh, the movie we're doing is Aquaman. It, it is... Uh, I don't know a DC movie and, and with that we'll turn it over to the driver.
1: This Satan was Nate. the this was the first DC movie I've seen since The Dark Knight Rises. Really? I haven't you haven't seen, seen Man of Steel or Batman vs Superman? No, Wonder Woman. I, I did see Man of Steel. There's Justice League. I did not see Justice League and you I you feel seen Wonder I Woman? feel I haven't seen Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's seen, good. You should see Wonder Woman. They they're on my list. I just haven't had time to check them Man, out. I, and just, this this Aquaman's going to make me go back and check them out because there was points and Aquaman that obviously go back
0: to the Justice League that yeah. completely missing out. Just, just to let everyone know where I stand on DC movies, the only movie I have ever in my life, I'm talking about from small kid time all the way up till now, that I've fallen asleep in the theater is Man of Steel. Yeah. I I I went with four of my buddies, all big movie buffs. It was in college. They used to do Tuesday three dollar movies. We went to see a Tuesday three dollar movie. All saw it. All and this was like it's not like we went the morning after a long night of partying or anything like that. It was like a it was a Tuesday and we were athletes that worked out. We couldn't go nuts. Um, So. so One of my buddies woke up as the credits were playing, and he looked left and right. He was sitting in in kind of the middle of us, and we'd spread out. We'd each have a couple seats, and uh, all of us knocked out, just just like drool, snore, ugly sleeping. And I I swear, if he didn't wake up, we would have slept through it a few times. Like it would have come, yeah. the next showing would have come on, and we would have still been there knocked out. And I don't even know if the theater could get mad at us because we didn't watch it twice. We it's were just true. there twice. I
1: only... For actually, we were there like half a time awake. I only watched it once. We went with a group of friends from a previous job, and I remember thinking to myself is, I really hope everyone else is
0: enjoying this because I kind of just want to get the hell out of here. <laughs> so, so my expectations for DC movies since then has been extremely low. It's why I was that's, so pleasantly surprised with Wonder Woman. That's probably so, why I stopped where I stopped. And it's why I'm 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 pretty pretty. Uh, I will get to like rankings and all my nitpicking later. But I was pretty pretty happy with Aquaman as well. And I think part of that was because you know I go in knowing that the people that put this movie together also put together the only movie that has ever put me to sleep in my life <laughs> in a theater. So it's like you know what expectations are low. So I would advise you if you see Aquaman to convince yourself it's gonna suck.
1: That's fair. I I was ninety nine point nine percent thrilled with the movie. Wow. There there's wow. that point one percent where I was like and thrilled. That's I'm not a- to say it's perfect score by any means, but it was definitely a good watch and spoilers ahead because
0: spoilers on spoilers on spoilers we do not protect you we do not care for your own oh my gosh hashtag triggered uh if you don't like to hear spoilers you haven't seen the movie go see it and then come back if you don't mind hearing spoilers cool we'd love to have you if you've already seen the movie even better
1: and honestly unlike me you should have seen aquaman by now yeah i mean it's been out for going on what three months almost it's been a long time it's definitely that's I, like i had to reread a synopsis i was like oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah all right, so let's get into it. Okay. Five S's to cinema success are star, story, second fiddle, surprise, and scenery. Well, we can start with the easiest. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's obvious the movie is called Aquaman. Star would be Jason Momoa. Who, by the way, A+, I'm not even sure he was acting. I think he might be able to breathe underwater. In
0: in my notes here, <laughs> that's funny. He, he's from Hawaii. Yeah,
1: uh, I mean, he he, he he is Aquaman.
0: Like, have you... Have you looked into his background at all? Not really. I know he's married to Lenny Kravitz' ex-wife. He's married to Lenny Kravitz's ex-wife, which makes him Zoe Kravitz' stepdad. stepdad. Even though they're, I, they they're look like the more of a age. couple than Lisa Bonet. Lisa Bonet is his wife. Um, he had a crush on Lisa Bonet as a child when she was on The Cosby Show and then grew up to marry her. They live on a farm with no television. No, I think they have internet, but only, I, I, I want to say he said this in an interview that I saw. Uh, they only have internet so they can watch Saturday Night Live every Saturday. Other than that, they don't use the <laughs> internet. They don't watch TV. They don't watch movies. Their kids have like only seen him in movies at premieres. They, they, it's, it's a different lifestyle. So in my notes, I wrote weird dude, but charismatic as hell. Like oh, yeah. th- that guy with a with an eyebrow wiggle and a smolder at the camera is for my money better at it than The Rock. And The Rock has made an entire career out of yes. just that, right? You put him in a in a sweaty t-shirt, Mamoa, and and in a in a badass situation, I'm all in. Yeah, it, absolutely. I, I... I mean, long hair, the beard that's kind of scraggly, the eyebrows. He's got the uh, the scars, the tattoos. Like I'm all in. My mom, my my mom. Good God, my wife, rather. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> my, my mom, woo boy, Jason Momoa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I haven't had enough caffeine yet today. Okay. Uh-huh. My wife... We're recording this well after his 10th cup of coffee. Don't yeah, let him lie to you. My wife wanted to go see it because Jason, Jason Momoa. Momoa. And you know what? I can't even be mad about that because I wanted to go see it because oh, yeah. Jason Momoa. Hell he's he's charismatic
0: as hell. Like the, the the opening... I don't even know if it's the opening scene. The first time you see him when he smashes down inside the the su- well, submarine <laughs> and and he turns around, permission to board. Like, no one else can pull that off. That was awesome. Even, like, Jason Statham. If Jason Statham was like, permission to board, I'd be like, ah, Jason, come on, man. You're better than that. Come on. Like, The Rock, permission to... Like, he does all, like, the daddy needs to go to work. Like, that... Jason Momoa would say daddy needs to go to work better than The Rock. Oh, yeah. By far. Matter of fact, I saw that the the new Jason Statham, Rock, Fast and Furious movie, Hobbs and Shaw, or whatever, um, it has Idris Elba. Yeah. I'm thinking... At some point, when those go full expendables and just have 12 stars, Jason Momoa needs to be one of them. That's fair. I, I, uh-uh. I would love to see him be the bad guy in the next Giant Fast and the Furious movie. He can do bad
1: guys, so I think that would be fantastic. I can dig it.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, story? Do we want to do story? I mean, yeah, it's kind of important.
1: <laughs> it's a little bit important. I think the story was a bit ambitious. But I think they executed it well. I'm going to circle back to this in my uh, big problem. But you kind of had two. You had the A story and the B story. The B story, of course, being Black Manta, who is yes. one of the DC Universe's coolest villains, in
0: my opinion. I don't know. I was always fascinated with the water. so I don't I, See, I don't know the comic book world, so I was introduced to Black Manta during this movie. I'll agree. And, and we'll get to that during Big Problems as well. Um, story for me, the uniting worlds trope, it's overdone. It's—I mean—it's Hercules. It's you're part god, you're part this. It's—it's it's been done so like it's Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. It's the 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 half god, half regular dude has been done so many he, times. You know what this movie was? It's the reverse Little Mermaid. Because he's going back to the water. But yeah, you have to give up his voice or sprout a I tail. mean,
1: it's not literally reverse Little Mermaid, but. There was a Badass Little Mermaid. If we want to jump to second
0: fiddle, Badass Little Mermaid. Hey, we picked the same (laughs) second fiddle. Badass Little Mermaid is a beast. Red hair, badass. Like, that's the only way I can describe her. Badass Little Mermaid. I don't even know. What actress was that? Amber Heard. Amber Heard, credit to you. Like, I was all in on her performance.
1: She was fantastic. I mean, there were a lot of... That's the other thing, is this was kind of an ensemble cast.
0: This movie is so cheesy. It's uniting it have it's uniting worlds it's uh, a mom who's uh, stranded it's a, a mother a father that walks to the edge of the pier every single day hoping for his mermaid queen <laughs> wife to reappear out of the ocean while he raises their demigod son. <laughs> and it worked because of the star in Second Phil. It worked because Jason Momoa looks at the camera and winks, and I go, all right, I'm in. And then Badass Little Mermaid is like, hey, guess what? I got red hair. I'm a fighting mermaid that is leading some kind of revolution against your brother, and you're going to believe everything I say because I can actually pull off Badass Little Mermaid. Like, do you realize— have you, have you ever been shopping no. with your with, with your wife? Because, I, I mean, I go shopping with my wife. You know, you hold the purse, you sit there, whatever. But eventually you see something that's a little more fashion forward than you're used to wearing, right? I mean, we're both similar fashion guys, right? You throw a button on something and it's like, ooh, now we're getting fancy. We're T-shirts. We're, that's we're, exactly right. We're, we're nicer hoodies. We're, we're I mean, we're not slobs, but we work in radio, so we don't have to wear a suit and tie every day. So occasionally you see something that's like a little more GQ, You hold it up for for your wife, and you go, can I pull this off? And she always says yes, but we both know no, and you don't end up buying it. Amber Heard looked at this movie and said, can I pull off red hair, scales, underwater wild CGI, uh, fighting scenes, eating a flower? Can I pull that off? And everyone resoundingly went, absolutely. And that, to me, is why this movie works. And Jason Momoa, similarly. Similarly, he said, uh, "Can I pull off Nicole Kidman's son? Even though I'm very Hawaiian, can I? Can, can I? <laughs> it's true. Can I take my Hawaiian tattoos that I already have, expand them over the rest of my body, and uh, and, and be like a brooding dark Aquaman? Can I pull that
1: off? Well, what? I don't know if you noticed, the uh, the actor playing his dad also had the. Uh, well, I think his dad was uh, some tattoos. kind
0: of Samoan or Polynesian, but it was like." I don't know. It just it, it, all of that seems like a really big buy into and we all did because of those two. So Star and Second Fiddle, I mean, they get as high as grade a, a, as I can give them. The story on the other hand, pretty low. I mean But luckily you had it's it's like again, I host the Tim Donnelly show, which is a sport sports show, so On that show, I talk sports and relate them to movies all the time. On this show, I talk movies and relate them to sports all the time. To me, this was a a terrible game plan from the coach. But you had like the two fastest guys on the the field, so it was, yeah, it's going to work anyway. Coach, you could design any play. You could take Hercules, mix it with Little Mermaid, and put it in the water, and we're going to find a way to make this work because we have the two best players on the field.
1: I don't think there's anyone else that this could have possibly worked with. Side note. Honorable mention for second fiddle, Willem Dafoe. Really? As Volko? I, did, I didn't like his performance at all. Really? Because I've always thought Willem Dafoe's not quite human. So I we think that was the perfect human, role for him. But
0: what, like, what the hell was that guy's motivation the whole time? And his weird. He like, he like, ha- like half trained the one that's supposed to be the king, and then disappeared for like years. He just gave up, and then all of a sudden he's back. It, like, I think there's some backstory they didn't flesh out. Just, that guy makes no sense. The William Defoe character makes no sense. He's kind of smarmy, kind of slithery, but I guess he's the good guy. How was he sneaking away to train him on the beach when he's, uh, clapping on the, he's clapping on the spear, the trident? Like, none of his character makes no sense.
1: Well, I think my theory is that this was before the queen was exiled and the king died. Well, then and why then was then that's why he had to go back to make sure that uh,
0: King Orm didn't. If get the out queen of wasn't no, the queen was exiled right away. That's true. Am I or am I mis- not not mis- right away that? because
1: she came back and had King Orm. They didn't find out until King Orm was about Arthur's age. Well, he about because he's the younger brother, but. They, they didn't find out until King Orm was an adult. King Orm had already. King Orm knew his mother. He wasn't an adult, but he was, it was like early eight, teens. Yeah, so that was a long time ago.
0: All right. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I don't like the story. I didn't like Defoe's character. I hated the brother Orm's character, um, which we'll get to. And, and other than the star and the second fiddle, I don't think there was very. And actually, the dad. I liked the dad. I did like the dad. Other other than their the, relationship the, was interesting The star, the second fiddle, and the dad. I don't think it was well cast at all. I didn't think Nicole Kidman was well cast. I didn't think uh, Orm was well cast. I didn't think William Defoe was well cast. Oh, let's talk about Drago with red hair.
1: What the hell was that? Drago. He played the other king, Dolph Lundgren.
0: Oh, okay. He,
1: I, I, he I was, had red hair. How for funny some reason. is
0: that? It was so weird. Drago and Call Drago. Same movie. Who? When you said Drago, I thought you were talking about Call Drago. No, which, his hair was cool. Which would be cool. Jason Momoa. I was like, no, he's got the exact he just didn't have it in a ponytail. No. Okay, so you're talking about Dolph I've Lundgren. Drunk. Yeah, that was that was a weird one. Um the, we, the whole other kingdoms down there got
1: I think that's one of those like we've got the money. What's Dolph Lundgren doing? Those, like, Dolph Lundgren doing? Well, <laughs> he's in the middle of Shooting Creed 2, but we could probably get him on set for a couple yeah, of days. He's
0: at the the Warner lot down the street. Um had I mean Lundgren wasn't had terribly cast, I guess. It was um, just weird. And the other Yeah, the, they I like when they do that, and we see this in movies all the time, where they don't have enough time to introduce us to enough characters from like the other factions, so they give them some physical trait and it, it like it's, a weird princess. Well, just yeah, the the weird princess. Like okay, everyone from this category, from this faction, it's going to be red hair. Just so we can all quickly, as soon as they're on the screen, identify where they came from. It's like baseball. Everyone, uniforms. yeah, like get uniforms. Everyone that's uh in Call Drago's or everyone that's in the 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 Aquaman's family is going to be platinum blonde, other than him. Just so we know, uh, apparently the dad has really strong hair genetics. Um, and, and he just took over all of that blonde and made it deep black. Uh, I don't know. They, they, the the hairstyles is always funny, and it, it's it's like a uh, Hunger Games, right? It's like all right, everyone that's rich is going to dress like a lunatic. Everyone that's poor is going to be kind of tan and hue. Everything's going to be beige. That's funny. Well,
1: that's about what it was in, in the period of serfdom, though. Is the tan people
0: were the workers unusually warm muted colors I didn't mean I didn't mean like their skin was tan I meant like the whole camera lens is gonna be tan it's (laughs) gonna be like beige and everything's gonna look dreary it's like it's It's what you gotta do just because you're poor in Hunger Games doesn't mean you can't see color it's true it's like oh my gosh the sky is tan in poor people world (laughs) Sorry, that was a little. It's why they're maybe, but that's it literally more... was just so every time they showed it, we would know. All right, we're hanging with the poor people here. Just like every time we saw the redheads, we were like, all right, we're talking to this outside wow. little faction. Mm. Every time we have those weird little fish people, it was like, all right, cool, we're talking to the weird God, little those fish. Weird pe-
1: little fish people. That they, that they were wild. That was weird looking. And then she's like a fish person, but then like when they go to battle, she's got this special thing to swim. It's
0: like you of all people <laughs> should be able to swim better than anyone else. Evolution strange. Down what the hell? Scenery. Uh, I thought it was actually decent underwater. I was really, really worried going in that the underwater was just going to be like the whole thing, the whole screen shaking and wavy lines and (laughs) talking. (laughs) But I thought they actually, by understating it and just kind of making everything blue and making them float, they said, all right, we now under Like they didn't have bubbles coming out of their mouth when they talked, which would have been ridiculous. They just kind of said, all right, we're underwater here. Everyone, let's buy into the fact that they're underwater, and we're going to make it watchable. So I was fine with that. And then the chase scene, uh, where they were I, like some kind of shanty town, they're running over the the. Where were they? Was that Sicily? Rome? Sicily. Um, so I thought that was cool scenery, kind of unnecessary, but they just wanted to show it very off Very unnecessary. That they but could have like uh, some set pieces, but
1: I liked it because that's when uh, Black Manta comes back. I liked the scenery. I thought it was. I mean. Have you have you been to the bottom of the ocean? Have you been to the Mariana <laughs> Trench? I don't know what the hell it looks like, so
0: that could be accurate. I just I just didn't want it to be a gimmick. Yeah, I no, wanted to just I, be another place where they can have scenes. I feel like they did pretty well. with
1: Yeah, it. I agree. Scene was good. I skipped surprise intentionally because this is going to segue perfectly
0: into big problem. You have a surprise. I put none, but I didn't want any. Watching this movie was was pure popcorn for me. Well, it was pure like I'm not. I, I didn't want to jump scare where, uh, you know, he's there and then all of a sudden someone comes running out of the wall. And, uh, that's that's. And, I, and thing. I didn't want a giant twist. I didn't want to learn that uh, badass Little Mermaid was actually his sister. Uh, like, I didn't want any of that. They're, I
1: mean, they attempted a surprise, though, and I hated it. By Having the mom still mom be alive. Up,
0: I, just, I didn't. Uh, I mean, I didn't want the mom dead. I didn't want her dead, but.
1: It was just so cheesy and forced, and like you said, Nicole Kidman really wasn't that great. I I
0: just, I just thought she was miscast. She's obviously a great actress, but they needed someone like those dreads were ridiculous. And first of all, she's like she's an older actress than Jason Momoa, but she's not like unbelievably old. And I would believe it if they just said like, "Hey, they don't age as much." Like I would have liked to see like a Michelle Rodriguez. I would have liked to have seen like a like someone who has a history of being a little badass. And I'm not saying Nicole Kidman can't be a badass, but I'm saying I've seen more. Not traditionally a I've badass. I've seen more films where she's like, you know, diving in deep to character work and, you know, it's battling internal issues. And uh, She's she, a dramatic actor, not an action she Like actor. a sword fight isn't in her wheelhouse. Exactly. And it's tough to teach an old actress new tricks. This is true. Or an old actor or a dog. They're they're all in the same boat. It's it's tricky. Um, yes, yeah, so I didn't even, like I didn't think that was a surprise.
1: I th- well that's what I'm saying is I think they were attempting a surprise and I hated it and that's why it segues into big problem. problem. What's your big problem? Didn't need that. And my other big problem they were doing so good and this is where we come to the 99.9%. This is the point thrilled. One. The very end before the credits roll. Aquaman jumps out of the ocean Strikes a stupid pose and they just freeze frame on it like it's an '80s sitcom. What the hell was that decision? Also, Jason Momoa—they were definitely embellishing his codpiece area. I don't know if you noticed that <laughs> I either, because that freeze frame goes on for a while and you're like, <laughs> is this "What, you what? that codpiece <laughs> is, is ridiculous." Is-
0: okay, codpiece. We're we're talking about the same thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, is this back to a Freudian slip? My loves
1: Jason Momoa. My, my eyes are just bald to his crotch for some oh, reason, goodness. and it's uncomfortable. This
0: cod piece is a great way to describe Aquaman's nether region. Um, <laughs> oh goodness, my my big problem is not going to seem as big. Heyo, <laughs> um, <laughs> I I judge most superhero movies, and I'm sure I've said this before. Have we done a superhero movie before? Uh no, no no this is our first superhero movie wow um I judge most superhero movies by the quality of their villain that's why Dark Knight was so good because the villain was so good that's why uh, the the Loki MCU movies were so good um it's why Infinity War was decent because Thanos is decent uh it like if you look at a bad superhero movie. I guarantee you it has a bad villain. It is Suicide Squad. What is this weird I don't know sorceress that's sending st- if, That movie was terrible. If there is lightning going up into the sky beams going up into the sky, I'm not in. Because yeah. that's old and tired. If they don't have motivation I'm not in. Why Black Panther was so good was because Eric Killmonger had legit reasons for what he was doing it wasn't just ha, ha ha world domination like those those villains went away with the comic books in the 1950s just the twirl my mustache i'm here for i'm here for for bad like I, just pure evil i like the ones that have more depth more depth and, and you you know there's that moment where you're like you know what he's getting the raw end of this deal too like it's 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 a more of a, a you know, a commentary rather Yeah, I think Creed two is the one we've done with the best villain so far. Creed, yeah, exactly. And and there were points in Creed two where I was like, you know what? I feel bad for this Drago the, guy. The Drago kid, the son, yeah. Victor, like I'm I'm all in on him eventually becoming heavyweight champion. Like like maybe he doesn't beat Creed, but when Creed gets older or takes a break, Victor can take over. Um I think I said I wanted the sequel to be from Victor's eyes, because he had a lot going on. Um which is why I would have loved to have seen this movie. My big problem was, uh, my big problem was I would have rather have seen the whole thing be Black Manta as the bad guy. Yeah, you need to pick a Right lane out, there. right out the gate, uh, Aquaman is, is, you know, ruining the, the, the submarine and he lets Black Manta's father die. Uh, again, <laughs> hashtag spoilers, but, uh, so you see a reason why Black Manta, even though Black Manta's not a good guy, right? Yeah, like he was already doing bad stuff before that. But you see a reason for why he would hate Aquaman and why he would dedicate his life to ruining Aquaman's life. So what I would have rather have seen is take Orm and just get him the f out. Like if you want to make him kind of a figurehead, that uh, that you know you have to beat him out, whatever. But beat him out quick. Don't make big set pieces. Make it you know you better. Go back and be king, so you can fight against Black Manta. Because Black Manta's got new technology. He's got a giant head. He's got. He looks like the little robot from the Power Rangers took yes. steroids. Um, like do that and, and make one villain three dimensional rather than one villain two dimensional and one one dimensional and and never really get a chance to to dive into either. I, I would have rather have and Orm. He wasn't, like, he wasn't charismatic. Like, no. How do you have... Patrick Wilson's not a very good actor, though. See, I don't, well, I don't know what generic. else he's in. Uh generic.
1: The Conjuring movies. Okay. He's a very generic. Like, we couldn't get it. He's kind of like uh, Matt Dillon. He, he's a placeholder. He's very generic. Like, we couldn't afford A-listers. So Dylan. here's a... Hey, I love Matt Dillon. Uh,
0: something
1: About Mary is a classic. Something About Mary. And then he was great in uh,
0: You, Me, and Dupree. And his brother is drama you never watched Entourage? You're giving me a face like you have no I've never watched Entourage. Oh, my goodness. Well, this is a perfect time to bring this up then. Um, Since you've never watched Entourage, goodness. Entourage fans out there, come with me on a trip. Um, Vinny Chase stars in Aquaman. Adrian Grenier's character in Entourage, his career-defining role is Aquaman for James Cameron. And I 100% would rather watch that version than this version. Like if I ever hit the lottery and I have a $10 million <laughs> house and I have a theater, right? And and you know how you put the movie posters outside, like on the wall of your home theater. I'm not putting the real Aquaman. I'm putting the fake Aquaman poster. <laughs> James Cameron starring Vinny Chase, Aquaman, broke Spider-Man's opening week record. Uh, there was a power outage, big drama. Shout out to Ari Gold. Um, I'm going to have to take
1: this journey and watch Entourage,
0: I suppose. I, if you if you really want to, we could start another podcast. <laughs> the Tim Donnelly Show presents Movie Night presents Big en- Nate's first time watching pre- presents introducing Entourage. I have them all on DVD. All of the Entourage on DVD. We could watch episode by episode and do like ten fifteen minute recaps. All and, right, and I could guide you to make sure you're not missing anything. <laughs> all right, that's fair. Alright, that's an all-fair conversation. Um, but yeah, anyway, my, my bad thing was two bad bad guys rather than one good bad guy. And I take my villain seriously.
1: I, I feel like you're right there. Black Manta was far more interesting. and I don't Or know not put was... Black
0: Manta in there at all and give Orm like an inferiority complex and yeah. make it so... Um, he has moments of self-doubt where he realizes that, you know what, it should be Aquaman, it should be Arthur, but... At the same time, you know my dad has bred me for this, and give him some father issues, and and they're mi- falling into the same
1: trap George Lucas did with Return of the Jedi, where it's a cash grab with introducing the Ewoks. I mean, literally, it's merchandising. In this case, it's to further to have a sequel because that post-credit scene is Man- Black Manta Man- Man- getting recovered, and so I mean, you didn't need it. Pick a lane. I, I think you're right there. I would have been interested to see a full Black Manta movie. I also would have been interested to see uh, King Orm more developed. Like, why Either is one. he a Either sociopath? One.
0: That's 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 like, what my, I want to know. Point, and that's the problem with so many villains. It's like I'm going to kill you. Why? Well, because I am going to kill you. It's like <laughs> you need more motivation. We've than that. established that, bud. Um, anything else? No. I am just going to kill you. Like I'm tired of that. That's again, Killmonger, Joker. Look at the best villains, Loki. They have. And that's why, uh, I mean, going back to Star Wars, that's why Darth Vader is the GOAT because he's trying to kill his son. He is messed up in the head based on how he was raised. Like, that is why he is the GOAT. This is true. He's in that whole thing, in that whole contraption because uh, all of the the deformities and the breathing, like, that is all character development. I have the high ground. That is all character development. All right. Let's Frankenstein this bad boy. Okay. I'll let you go first. All right. You take the quips from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You give them to Cal Drago. You take the Hercules plot line. You throw in a badass little mermaid. For some reason, Nicole Kidman. (laughs) And you get Aquaman.
1: All right. That's fair. I got... (laughs) You take the smarmy bad guy of Karate Kid. Okay. So you're saying Orm is Billy Zapka? Yes. All in. Brother drama of an episode of Supernatural, the underwater sequences of a Super Mario Brothers game, and then CrossFit, and you've got Aquaman. That's what it needed was that music. Little Bowser's castle. <laughs> yeah. Doop 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 doop. That way you know something's about to go down. <laughs>
0: Just jump over the fireball. Doop 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 doop. When <laughs> they start getting like there was uh, also really into it, m-
1: much more fire than I expected. Down below. Yeah. And the yeah. I mean, I know you get down into the deep parts of the ocean, there are lava flows, but
0: <laughs> are there? I, I didn't, didn't know
1: that. expect that there
0: was going to be such a big part. Yeah, I'm. All, I like it. I don't mind that. I like, I like a, in a good popcorn movie, you need like nine explosions. When half the movie's underwater, some of them are going to have to happen underwater. That's, I mean, that's math. It's true. Law of averages. What would you have done differently? Done differently, uh, make Black Manta the main bad guy. Um, I I mean, that's really the big thing I would have done differently. Um, I, I want a little bit more background into Badass Little Mermaid. I, I want a little bit more of, of her story. She'll get a spinoff. It's fine. Uh, see, I don't want that. I think I think Aquaman, even though it's called Aquaman, is a is a is a two parter. It's a two piecer It's a two hander. I think they need to grow together and not necessarily romantically. But if so, hey, I'm not hating. They are married in the comics, really. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't necessarily need to happen. They can be strong, independent, plutonic friends. She's a strong, independent ocean woman, <laughs> and she don't need no Aquaman. They could be strong, independent, plutonic friends that save the world together. Um... <laughs> But uh, but other than that, like it is what it is. I would have I would have changed the plot completely. I wouldn't have made it uniting two worlds. I would have gotten rid of one of the bad guys. Um, you know, I kind of done my said my piece here. I wouldn't have casted Nicole Kidman. I would have changed quite a bit. I wouldn't have made it as cheesy. Um, but at the same time, like I turned my I turned my brain off and I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, like, I've got. Basically the same thing. I I would what I would have done is remove the Black Manta storyline. Completely would have removed fo- Black Manta. Entirely focus on you, had to really flesh out. you could throw it away. You really flesh out the Aquaman becoming
0: king of Atlantis. That's fine. Yeah, and, then, that. and then and then oh, also that, I have to say this. I, I didn't even mean to cut you off there. But uh your big problem, I loved the scene where he came out in the orange. And he had the orange and green and it's the first time you see him in the real suit and he's king. Like so cheesy. Like to me, you need like in a superhero movie, you need that. <laughs> like you need it aggressively. They did. If you don't have that, then it's unbreakable. If you don't have that, then it's glass, which we haven't seen yet, but maybe we'll do we'll do shortly. Like it, it becomes a movie where it becomes a movie where uh, you know you're trying to root superhero movies in reality. And that doesn't work because superheroes aren't real. Spoiler alert. What? Don't tell Logan. You, you need to get those costumes. You need to get the spandex to say... Oh, yeah, we're living in a world where people would understand that oh. this guy has an orange scaly suit that he wears because he is king of Atlantis. I had no problem with this costume.
1: I enjoyed the costume. I thought they did a really good job with that. You just didn't like Although the, it is weird that he, like, piece. picks up a dead guy's clothes and puts them on. That's a little bizarre. But, hey, you do what you got to do. Yeah, you've seen the Santa Claus. <laughs> Why is that everyone's first instinct? <laughs> what
0: the hell? Because you assume their powers. <laughs> if I... I'm gonna try that next time I'm around a dead body. <laughs> but that dead guy could jump high. I should put on his clothes. <laughs> That's right. I would like to jump high. So it works. Sequel. Um. Sequel. I have whatever. The, I, I didn't write the full sequel like I usually do. But my one piece of advice, my key, is stay the heck away from Superman, from Batman, from Flash. I want it to breathe a bit, and, and I know that I throw MCU around a lot, but obviously they're doing better than DC at the moment. Iron Man was not the biggest star of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He was a secondary superhero, right? He wasn't the biggest selling comic. But they fleshed him out and didn't immediately throw him into an Avengers movie. Right? They didn't immediately make him on par with Captain America and Spider-Man. They let him breathe. They didn't stack him up against the big baddies of the world right away. He was arms dealing and he was a rich guy. And they let it live for a bit before eventually they said, all right, let's get everybody together. Let's do that. So for me, Wonder Woman and Aquaman are on the right path. The thing that they could do completely wrong is in the sequel go, all right, we have two characters that are good. They need to join up and join forces. <laughs> uh, you know, Wonder Woman had this awesome, moving, romantic story with Chris Pine. It was a period piece. She was fighting in the war. She ran into No Man's Land. It was awesome. It was exciting. It was cool. Uh, and then Aquaman had this CGI heavy battle down underwater against Black Manta, who looks like the guy from uh, the villain from Power Rangers. And it's it's... What? Another oh, the, the villain, robot. in question was Sorry. their helper. I didn't mean I. I was. I to watch that. Episode. I was on a roll, Nathan. Uh, the little guy, the little helper from, from Power Rangers. We'll edit that in post. Uh, and and let's see how we can merge these worlds together. When right now those worlds don't make sense merging together. And if you put Aquaman on the same screen as as Superman. It's not going to make any sense because I mean the the struggle with Superman is he's so darn good that how do you have formidable opponents and how do you have someone that can realistically give him give him a run for his money and and Aquaman doesn't have that right now Here's Aquaman's a, got too many bad guys a
1: little tidbit for you Superman wasn't originally unstoppable he couldn't fly well, he could super, just
0: that's not my Superman he
1: could just <laughs> jump really high the and really far. Buildings. Yeah, he couldn't and originally fly, bang. and uh, they they wanted him to seem believable. Well, it's
0: not even believable; it it's weird. just not inevitable. Yeah, like the thing with the Marvel universe is nobody is unstoppable. No, they're all very very human. I don't want to say they're very human, but they're they have except for Rocket laws. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of aliens, but you look at Iron Man, right? He's really just a rich guy in a suit. He's limited by his own technological advances. You look at captain America, he's got weird virtues. He's a little bit stronger than the average dude. And he's got a, a shield that's made out of the stuff from Wakanda vibranium. Um, you look at black Panther, he's got a suit. That's pretty darn awesome. It's made out of vibranium, but I wouldn't say he's unbeatable by any stretch of the imagination. Again, just kind of a, uh, you know, a cool suit. It, if you think about Superman, he's unstoppable. And he doesn't even need any special tools. If you, Yeah, if you think about Batman, he's more Iron Man-like, but they haven't built him up that way. They've built him up as Superman's equal, which means he's unstoppable. Aquaman is developing on his own. I didn't like Justice League. I didn't like his weird little appearance in the one, uh, you know, the the... I I didn't like any of his other appearances. This one shows that Jason Momoa can do it on his own. Let him do it on his own for like three movies until we absolutely love him. And then when he shows up in a Wonder Woman sequel or when he shows up in a Flash sequel or a Cyborg sequel, we're like, oh, that's gigantic news because we already like that guy and we already wouldn't abandon him. If they put him in the same movie as Ben Affleck's Batman again, I will abandon (laughs) Arthur Miller. So fast. I will set my these notes that have positive writings on them on fire. (laughs) Underwater. Because apparently you can do that. That's fair. That's my sequel. Normally I write full sequels. This was just one big warning sign. I (laughs) think... You only have new characters and stuff that I'm building.
1: I think the sequel seems pretty obvious. I do agree with you that it needs to be its own thing. Black Manta. Black Manta. All the way. I mean, they set it up and... It really is. A, that's what it's going
0: to be. I really think he's the most compelling villain in the. But just imagine if Black Manta's like giving it to Aquaman, and Flash shows up. Hey man, I'm a kid that's fast. I would be so Flash furious. Would be terrible, or I mean, or Cyborg, or any of them. Batman, if yeah, you just need Aquaman, and yeah. Black Manta,
1: and, and badass right. Little Mermaid. Let's go back to the. What traditional- is her name? Her name. It's. Like what's her character name? Mara. Right? M-E-R-A. M-E-R-A, M-E-R-A, Mara. M E R A. Mera. Mara.
0: She's just a Atlantean.
1: No, well, no, she's a, a Neptunian. Okay, what is it? Like mean? they're all different kingdoms. Like oh, Aquaman's but she's from from and, down. This is really nerdy, and I hate that I know all this. But Aquaman's an Atlantean, and, and Mara's a Neptunian, and then they unite. They get married, and there's a whole big thing. But basically, all of the underwater clans they are unite the, united. The squad. Okay, which is kind of cool, but I don't hate, and then at I don't some point that. Aquaman loses an arm and has a, hook, a fish hook for a hand. I don't it hate gets that real, either. I don't weird. hate that. I kind of wanted to see Aquaman lose an arm in the movie. Put that in the sequel. So, yes,
0: I want to a hook a hand, hand hook. and
1: an eye patch.
0: Doesn't so mean, he, he starts so to look more like he didn't a have pirate. the eye patch at first, but his eye was really itchy. <laughs> Just, he had a hook. He scratched his retina. <laughs> he forgot. Oops. Did it again. I could see Momoa doing that. And then a big old smile on his face. Oh, geez. Where's <laughs> Lisa Bonet? Be. Yeah,
1: Black Manta storyline. Where's Sandra? Follow up. Was that Sandra?
0: I think she was Sandra. Cosby show?
1: Yeah. She, I believe she was Sandra. We should not promote the Cosby show. Sorry, everybody. Not. Our bad. Let's
0: rate this boy. All right. Do you want me to go first? Absolutely. Okay. I thought it was good. I thought it was solid. I thought it was a double up the middle. Um, I thought it was... Not the best movie I've seen, but, but up there, uh, as far as movies that we've seen on this podcast. Um, so I went ahead and gave it a 637 out of 1,000. 637 out of 1,000. We rate them all out of 1,000, everybody, just so we kind of eliminate ties. Pure candy. Turn
1: off your brain, movie. I mean, it's not—I'm certain it's not winning any Oscars. It's not breaking it any
0: might, new ground. Or it, it didn't get nominated for special effects, right? And everyone was up up in arms. I loved it. That was Golden Globes yeah. though. The, 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 today it was today is one Oscar, one. isn't it? Today's is the Oscar Noms. Did they come out already? I haven't yeah. seen them. It's too early, I believe. I think it's coming out a little bit later.
1: I enjoyed it. Like I said, thrilled with ninety nine point nine percent of it. How I, much I, did that
0: one percent or one tenth of a percent bring it down though? Two hundred and fifty. It got a seven fifty out of me. Seven fifty. So that puts okay. it
1: at a 693.5.
0: We'll round it up to a 694. four. Six No, 693.5. We put .5s out there. All right, fine. 693.5. At some point, we have to readjust our Outlaw King. Because right now we have Creed 2, number one movie we've done so far, 817. Outlaw King, which was the first movie we did, which... To me, we, we didn't know. How, you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I definitely ra- You gave it like ranking. a 900 or something. That one
1: should just have an asterisk it's, next so to it. So
0: that one's at 731.5, and then following that up would be Aquaman 693.5. Uh, Wreck-It row follows it up. Christmas Chronicles, Ballad of Buster Scruggs, then we're getting into bad movies, Mowgli and Bandersnatch all the way at the bottom. Yeah, Netflix not killing it on our uh,
1: ranking system. It seems like... Outside of Outlaw King, which is the outlier. Do you know what I will say about Most that? Do you know, know what I will say about that? We're,
0: we're looking at this. If you take out Outlaw King, which I just explained is pretty, pretty outlandish or outlier-ish, um, then the two top, three top movies are theater movies and the bottom four movies are Netflix movies. I don't necessarily think that's an indictment on Netflix. I think it might have something to do with, and the, the movie industry is going to love hearing this. I think it's the experience. I think I enjoy, enjoy movies more at the theater when I can go sit popcorn. You know, there's other people facing in the same direction as I am. Uh, big screen, loud music, loud surround sound. That's true. When I'm sitting on my couch, I just don't think
1: You're I properly I enjoy
0: it. it as much. I'm not. In, I'm not in the movie going mode. So, and I think our our rankings reflect that. I think if we were to watch uh, Christmas Chronicles in theater. I think it's a different feeling. I think it's more magical. I think you get the the Santa glitz a little bit better. Um, even a movie like Mowgli, uh, which I didn't think was a great movie, um, probably would have been better in theaters. I think it would have done better. I don't know if it jumps into our top four or whatever, um, but I think you know those big set pieces and the you know the the sounds of wolves running all around you, rather than coming from your television. I actually have a sound bar, but that's still from the same direction. Yeah, um, I think it changes things. So. Uh, hey, movie industry! I'm sure you love that. You love hearing that it affects how much we love movies, um, seeing them how they're just supposed more, to be seen. You're also more
1: invested. Everyone's paying for their monthly Netflix subscription or borrowing it from one of their parents. Whereas when you buy a movie <laughs> or,
0: ticket, or you're an ex all ex in. boyfriend, ex girlfriend, a roommate from three moves ago, everybody's yeah. got the, their their way into Netflix.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And so you're more invested in ruining you go their to see a movie. So because you watched. You ever do that one? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. And you click on a bunch of wild choices. I
1: I share my Netflix with my little brother, and it's like, when the hell did I watch this? (laughs) What? You need the little accounts. I'm not watching Paw Patrol. (laughs) You need the little accounts. Well, yeah. I made those. And And I don't know how the hell he ended up on mine, (laughs) but now my recommendations
0: are all jacked up. All right, cool. So, uh, 693.5. Pretty solid for Aquaman. Uh, I think Momoa and Badass Little Mermaid deserve most of the credit. Absolutely. We good with that? I'm I'm down with we that. We good? Call it. they they get 650
1: out of my 750. Who's getting the other 43 and a half? They get 650 out of my 700. Oh, you gave a 750. I yeah, sorry, I was doing it out of our 693.5. Who gets the other 100? Yeah. Jason Momoa's codpiece.
0: <laughs> and with that, we're out of here. See you next time for the Tim Donnelly Show presents Movie Night featuring Big Nate. Bye-bye.